Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. And welcome to Overnight America. That one stretched out pretty good, if I don't say so myself. Welcome in. We're a little bit uh, later than usual, but that's okay because you get the Billikens getting a game in there. And on a cold day like this, it's not bad to hear something like that to warm you up just a little. A nice win. So good for uh, the Billikens. And I wanted to uh, let you know we got a lot scheduled on the show tonight, uh, including some guests, which you'll hear. Our friends from Fox 2 are going to join us next hour with uh, news anchor John Brown. He's doing the morning show now, and he's got a new book out called 100 Things to Do in Missouri Before You Die. So a couple of segments with John Brown next hour. Also, Tom Grisham's a spokesperson for the Second Amendment Foundation. He's a host of Gun Talk with all the Second Amendment talk coming out of the Biden administration. I thought it'd be good to get him on. We can discuss some of that. But really... I wanted to uh, just hit a few things that are going on in the news before we really get into it. And with the way the temperatures are, I've been trying to pay closer attention to how often my furnace is running. I normally don't, but I was impressed when I logged in and looked at my thermostat. I have one of those smart thermostats that, that track how often your furnace is running. And it's also good for when you're out of the home and you want to know if your wife turned the temperature down during the summer and then turned the heat up during the winter when you're not in the house. And really, uh, last couple of days, I've only ran the uh, the furnace for about a little over eight hours. And I think that's pretty good, right? Considering how cold it is. It's so cold. I mean, it's at the point where I have the slippers in the alpaca blanket, and I had to put a hoodie on tonight just because of the way everything has been. Luckily, um, the roads were a lot better today than they were yesterday at this time. Oh, it was terrible. All the people getting stuck in places to go. And then hearing Debbie Monterey and anyone else that had to work the morning show today talk about just how terrible it was driving into the radio station and trying to get up our parking garage ramp, which is a pretty steep incline when it's nice and icy. Not fun, but things are a lot better. I think a lot of people are wondering, what are schools going to do tomorrow? I know a lot of school districts, um, I think are planning to be open, but they don't know for sure. I guess it's one of those deals where you will either get a call in the late night if you're signed up for alerts and you'll find out then. I hope that doesn't happen. There's nothing worse than getting like a 5 a.m. wake up call from the school district to let you know that the school district's going to be closed that day. Nothing, uh, nothing. Oh, so fun like that. But there's I mean, that's something a lot of parents are dealing with right now. And I saw this one story over on Fox 2. Some Missouri schools running out of AMI days. AMI days. And I was like, what is an AMI day? Alter- alternate method of instruction. AMI, alternate method of instruction. So because of the cold temperatures and things, and since so many kids have the iPads now, 
And since they're all trying to figure out how to learn from home, uh, they go to and turn to that. And this year has been unique. I don't think they're going to have an issue making a case this year that, hey, we're going to need more than usual every once in a while, considering that there's already small um, chances that you're going to get off on a snow day anyway. And then again, most school districts, I think, give you five exceptions for snow days a year. And once you've used them, the AMI days leading into that, the alternative method of instruction days, you could use those up too. But I mean, what school, I mean, seriously, is the state of Missouri going to cut funding to any school because of the circumstances this year? Probably not. I doubt that'll happen. Then again, a lot of the different public school systems are probably getting more money than they're used to with the funding the way it's going. Thanks to COVID and all the different packages that have been so far put out and who knows what the future packages will look like too. But as many parents describe it, a roller coaster up and down. And a lot of it has to do with how we're planning on getting everyone vaccinated and you know how they're treating COVID and what's the latest with COVID and COVID, COVID, COVID. That's always going to be on the back burner. Dr. Fauci the other day mentioned that don't open schools until everyone's vaccinated. No, no, no. He said, no, no, I take that back. He said, don't open schools until there's another coronavirus funding bill passed. So you're going to hold the schools and the kids hostage until there's one more uh, package there. I guess you'd be a week further along in negotiations or at least figuring out the bill by itself if you didn't have to waste all that time on the impeachment. But then again, um, they're still talking about more endless investigations, blah, 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 over and over and over and over again. So think about that. Every time you have Dr. Fauci or anyone else that says we need to make sure we pass something else before we get ourselves into uh, school again, just remember, um, what are they putting before school? Are they trying to push another investigation into Trump before they get kids back into school? Then why would that be the priority? Honestly, as a parent, what do you think is more important? Uh, Dr. Fauci, by the way, when it comes to the vaccine. When you hear about how long it's going to take to get the overwhelming uh, proportion of the population vaccinated, I don't think anybody disagrees that that's going to be well to the end of the summer and we get in the early fall. When are going to we be able to start on that process? It's probably going to be in the springtime because the whole process is going to take a few months to actually get implemented. We have a good plan how to get those doses into people's arms. We just need more vaccine. Yeah. Well, that's what they're trying to do is find ways to get more vaccine. Remember when uh, Donald Trump says, I want to get as many vaccines as possible here to the citizens of the United States. And people push back at him and said, how dare you try to take a vaccine before other countries have a chance to get it too. And now we're at the point where it's like, okay, Biden administration, uh, why aren't you out there buying them in every opportunity you get? Let's pump this out. Let's go, go, go. Pfizer vaccine is still looking pretty good. And all things considered, some of the different countries that have been studying this and have been watching the statistics as they come in have been pretty pleased. There haven't been a lot of adverse side effects. Now, there have been some, but there haven't been widespread, which is good news. The other thing that we've been running into when it comes to COVID is nursing homes and the mistakes that have been made there. Pretty terrible. Governor Cuomo in New York. We made a mistake in retrospect. Oh, that's a big oopsie. Oopsie. Should uh, we have given more priority to fulfilling information requests? In my opinion, yes. To be clear. No, don't give me this in your opinion, Joe. If it was in your opinion, then you would have implemented it. It wasn't in your opinion. When it was time to actually 
take these actions when it comes to how you handle people in vulnerable positions like those in nursing homes. You decided to push them right back into other vulnerable uh, situations that made the vulnerable more susceptible to this virus. And when you got caught with your pants down because uh, you were shown to have done this improperly and everyone knew you were doing it and you denied it up until this point over and over and over and over again. And when people confronted you, you continued to deny it. You said it's a giant conspiracy theory. And all of a sudden, yeah, it is true. You were lying about the numbers and you were doing all of these things. And then all of a sudden it's crickets when it comes to mainstream media, including your uh, brother at CNN, who what said you were what remember what was the big Ted Cruz confrontation between them? He said, no, that's not true. And calling Ted Cruz a liar for calling these things out on New York and all of these things. I don't know if um, Chris Cuomo on CNN has actually apologized for this, but he should for being completely wrong. And his brother's in some serious trouble. I mean, he may find this is his downfall and rightfully so. Here, all the deaths in the nursing homes and in the hospitals were always fully publicly and accurately reported. I understand the public had many questions and concerns and the press had many questions about nursing homes primarily. And I understand that they were not answered quickly enough. There was a lot going on. Everybody was working 24 hours a day. Everybody was overwhelmed. Everybody was is accepting Oscars for their performances. And, you know, maybe that should probably have been the tip off when you have someone that is accepting an Oscar for giving press conferences that maybe they are lying and looking at it as an actor would, as in you're just playing the role. It's not really a lie. It's just I'm playing the role of governor and I'm reading my lines. So I have the ability to do so as an artiste, artiste. So what a debacle going on, and I'm glad that he's getting called out for it, mostly because think of all the other states that may have made decisions based on how New York was handling it, because people kept pointing to it. And if they continued on making this mistake, giving the impression this is the right thing to do, and other people relied on that information as this is the good information, and then other people got hurt, other loved ones in other states found themselves in um, putting back into vulnerable positions, vulnerable people. And they ended up getting the virus, had to battle it. Some died, some didn't. If all of these things are a chain effect because of what New York did and how they messed this up to begin with, I wouldn't be acting right now like Governor Cuomo is acting. Oh, don't worry. We uh, we're all working hard. No, you really messed up here. You really messed up, really messed up. And it goes to show you that maybe you shouldn't be following the lead of people like New York City, period. All right, uh, 314-436-7900 is the number if you want to call in. And I want to talk about Ameren, Missouri. says, rolling blackouts off the table. Thank goodness. Are you seeing the issues other states like Texas are having right now? My goodness. This is Overnight America KMOX. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. 
Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The Cardinals pitchers and catchers report to spring training in Jupiter, Florida this Wednesday. And KMOX's Mike Claiborne will be there with daily reports, mornings and afternoons, and on Cardinals Open Line. Sponsored in part by T.R. Hughes Homes. On your voice of the St. Louis Cardinals, KMOX. Hey, welcome back to Overnight America. Thanks for spending time with us tonight. we got a few hours here. We'll be live up until 1 o'clock. And if you want to call in, you can at 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. And pretty much every area is handling the utilities differently. Some places are like, hey, uh, we're going to do some rolling blackouts in order to make up for the increased usage. And that scares me. Um, and then locally they've said, Hey, cut back. So we don't have to do it. Even at a story at KMOX.com. Amherst, Missouri says rolling blackouts off the table for now as customers to conserve electricity. And they gave some examples of what you could be doing to conserve electricity. Uh, here's what they say. Set your thermostat to 68 or lower. And that's where my thermostat is right now. I'm curious how long it ran today because in the house, it felt like it was running less. And that's a good thing because I don't want this thing running like crazy. Some people are wondering, are there going to be increased uh, gas prices in the future because production being cut lower because of the, the, the big cold in Texas right now? And the articles indicate, luckily, a lot of these companies, they do buy in bulk. So that helps knowing that they have a stockpile and they might be able to purchase in the future when the rate goes back down. But if not, they could be in trouble, which means you would be in trouble. But this conserving and rolling blackouts going out for hours at a time. Uh, the one article over in Kansas City, I believe it was, where they were talking about it would go out for an hour and a half at a time, come back, you know, hour and a half here, back for three hours off and things like you couldn't get a lot done. There was one instance and a, a couple of people, Dana Lash, for example, who, you know, worked here in St. Louis for a while and did a radio show on 97.1, which is now our sister station, talked about being out for a day. And, you know, and some other people living in the Dallas area being out for a day. Just ridiculous. Imagine in this cold, having your uh, having your uh, energy gone, nothing. What would you do? You'd basically have to drive somewhere else if you have someone that can't handle the cold. I totally sympathize and say that's the wrong way to do it. And the first I've learned, I didn't realize Texas and places, some of them, there's commission set in place on when to make decisions, when to turn off the juice. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. That's a tough situation for anyone for that. So here's, uh, they say some ways to conserve energy, set the thermostat to 68 or lower. See, I'm at that right now and it is chilly in my basement, but upstairs, it doesn't feel too bad. Turn your thermostat down at night while sleeping which is okay, I guess, but not great. I thought the 68 at night was turning it down and keeping it there. Just you keep it down the whole time. What do you keep it at night? Since we have uh, kids, we got a really young one, a six-month-old, almost six-month-old. You can't get it too cold, right? Because there's certain ways that when you're that young, you have to keep the temperature right. And even when we have her door closed, and the, the heat just kind of stays in there. We got a nice balance. We got It's a balancing act because it can't be too hot. It can't be too cold. And it's not like a regular human being that you can just put on layers and everything's good. No, there's special clothes you got to put on the kid, sleep sacks and all these things. And you can't just like layer blankets and things on top at night. So, okay, that's off the table for some people. Understood. Unplug or turn off non-essential appliances. 
So what would a non-essential appliance be that you normally have plugged in? Are you, do you just have random appliances like uh, extra refrigerators laying around the house? Or is this like, Hey, the toaster oven's not in use. Unplug the toaster oven. Is that what they mean by that? Maybe uh, avoid large appliances such as ovens and dryers. So don't use your oven. Well, I guess you could have gas for your oven. So maybe that wouldn't really matter. Um, but in this case, energy, I guess some of them are been using gas. So this is what we're talking about. Not electric on electric water heaters, reduce the temperature setting. One of the things that I love to do after going out and shoveling, like I shoveled today is to take a nice long shower. After that, there is nothing better than a nice long shower after working the shovel out in the yard for an hour. And I did that today. And yesterday, between yesterday and today, it feels so much different. So a couple of days ago, we saw the temperatures were so bitterly cold, terribly, desperately, single-digit cold. And today it was like that too. Big difference was I think the sun being out today made it, made it a, a lot easier because on uh, Monday, yesterday, I went out and I tried to shovel just a little bit while it was snowing. It was terrible, miserable cold. I couldn't handle it. Um, I, I, I knew the snow was just going to continue to come down. So I wasn't doing a full shovel job. Essentially, I needed to shovel enough space to, you know, in case I needed to walk somewhere or someone had to walk up to our door, like there was a delivery, you know, me thinking there might be one, but there really wasn't much in that fashion, but I just made it just a path, basically just a path in case. And that took me a long time. And afterwards I was pretty much frozen today. I was outside bundled up and I could have stayed out there another hour working. It just, it didn't bother me. That's the strange thing with these temperatures. One day it could be the exact same temperature and could feel like your toes are going to fall off and your nose is about to uh, find itself, but you're, the tip's going to be removed and done. You're out. No, today was a lot different. And luckily I am uh, happy for that. And I survived it and I come in and there's nothing better than taking a nice long shower after that. So they say to conserve energy, don't take long showers. <laughs> I don't know. This is like the best time to take a long, sh a long shower. But this is what a lot of people are, are faced up against. You know, how long are we going to have to deal with this over and over and over again? How long are you going to be out in the cold? Ameren in the St. Louis region, that's one thing. I saw that Quiver River, depending if you're maybe you live a little bit out west, outside of the downtown area, they said that they're trying their best to keep everything going, but they've been implementing rolling blackouts in other parts of the country, and they may have to do that too here. And that's scary. I, I would hate to do that. This, to me, sounds like I should just go out and buy a generator. Even though you only have to deal with this a couple of days a year, and it seems like it'd be a wasted investment, I, I like the idea of getting it anyway. Maybe I'll just have to. Do you, are there a lot of people that invest in generators in St. Louis? Ones that you'd hook up to your home as opposed to just pulling an extension cord and running this thing out in the garage? I don't know. Um, yeah, it's just weird that it didn't feel as bad today than as before. And then again, None of my neighbors, I mean, I looked around the block, very few of my neighbors decided to shovel. I was the only one to do it. My wife thought I was crazy because she said, you know, we're just going to get more snow. And I said, yeah, the point is you do it now. And then if you get a little bit more snow, you really don't have to break your back because essentially you're splitting the work up over two days as opposed to one. And then you're not coming in and you're hunched over and you're saying to yourself, I'm getting old about every five seconds and you got to get the heating pad out. That's the way to do it. So the roads finally got better this morning. I saw a lot of people traveling with no restrictions. Uh, I, I just got to say, I think that today was a lot better. Things are going to be getting better. We know that by tomorrow at this time, we could be seeing more snow. 
But nonetheless, things have actually been getting better, and that's a, a good sign. Hopefully for Texas and other places, they can start warming up. Oh, Jeff's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hey, how's it going? Good. Yeah, from right. Yeah, I've noticed that 15 in the wind feels different than 15 with no wind. I know. It does. You're right. Very much. And, and then yeah. the cloudy coverage the other day when it was just snowing all day really blocked all that sun out, which made yeah. a difference. It was just, yeah, it was just gloomy and and the blue skies and all that stuff today just made it feel, just, just made it look a lot better today, even though it wasn't. How are I the plows out where you are? Uh, I haven't seen any, but I heard a lot of, I, 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 don't, I don't see, I mean, I don't hear them coming up my street, but I've seen them, but I've seen the roads cleared. Yeah, I don't know if this is one of those deals where I, I've um, uh, basically didn't realize it. But yesterday the plows were out early, and then I didn't hear from them for like twelve hours, and then they started coming out again. It was almost like we were in a priority area, and then all of a sudden today, nonstop. You know, the the pavement was clear; you can actually see it. It didn't look like there was any ice on it, and they were just going by like crazy. I thought, wait, wait a minute. Yesterday yeah, was yeah, the day the, this was needed. Yeah, I think we're only supposed to get a dusting to an inch and a half tomorrow, so it's not going to be a lot of snow tomorrow. This is good. I am uh, happy, and I'll take that. In fact, yeah, it's and if right, given the opportunity. What I, yeah, from what I saw, the temperatures are going to start to slowly go up. They can't go yes. up too much cause, because, all that, because all that goes into melting the snow, so... Yeah. All right. Let me take a look at the weather, St. Louis, Missouri. I just want to double check because my wife was telling me by the end of next week, we could be in the fifties again. So let me uh, pop this open real quick. I want to see what the 10 day weather forecast looks like. Uh, uh, okay. So yeah, they're saying by Monday, 43 degrees, Tuesday, 51 degrees, Wednesday, 50 degrees. And then by next Saturday, the 27th, they're saying 57 degrees. <laughs> you believe that? <laughs> yeah. I'll tell can't you, wait for great. can't wait for the eighties. They'll be here before you know it. 50, you know, fifty-seven degrees after this is going to feel like eighty degrees. Yeah. All right. All right. Have a good one, Jeff. Good to hear from you. You too. Uh, a couple of sad stories out of Texas: uh, carbon monoxide poisoning. People try to find different ways to heat when they're desperate, and this was really sad. And another reminder: never to do that. Also, never leave your car unattended. Don't let that thing warm up out there with the keys in it. Get the car starter if you really want to, but don't, don't, don't do it. It's a bad idea. Story from KMOV talked about uh, how this was caught on camera. Thieves stealing a car. Pretty dramatic, too. This is Overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring. The flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com on KMOX. All right. It's Overnight America. Yeah, I am uh, finding myself just uh, sitting here and trying to stay warm, just like everyone else. And really, I think that people get desperate when there is no heat and no sign of when it's coming back. And it's been several hours and the temperature in your home is 40 degrees. And you're worried because you think everything's going to go bad. You know, your pipes are going to freeze. And, you know, by the time the heat comes back on, you know, how long will it be on? How long will it take for it to warm up? Will it even work? In some cases, you know, if they cut the gas off, if you're uh, someone that doesn't know how to reignite the pilot light or anything like that, are you worried about that? Worried about gas? Uh, this, this is sad. There's one story out of Texas because they're not used to this happening all that often. 
Uh, Houston firefighters responded to the welfare call to find two children and two adults suffering from carbon monoxide poisoning. A woman and a girl did not survive. Man and boy were rushed to the hospital for treatment. Indications were that they were running the car inside their attached garage in order to try to create a little bit of heat in the house. So sad and terrible. This is something that um, I'm sure they were desperate, but you would think most people know not to do this, but not everyone knows this. And it's such a huge reminder to not do things like this. It's a very serious deal. And I, I got to say, too, I was under the impression a lot of the newer cars um, were not producing that much carbon monoxide. But I don't know what year this vehicle was. And, of course, you wouldn't want to trust uh, even a newer car to do something like that. Just terrible. It says that... Um, Cars, grills, generators should not be used in or near a building, and that's very much the truth. There has to be proper exhaust of these things. You can't just let the fumes build up. And that's the thing with the carbon monoxide. It just builds up quickly, and you just won't know. You've got to have those testers in your house. Have multiple testers in your house. Make sure they're not too old. Know all of these things. I want to uh, make sure that every single person knows this, too. A lot of fire departments will offer these things to you and give them to you. Honestly, if you're thinking to yourself, man, I, I can't do it right now. Call your fire department and say, do you have a program where you have uh, carbon monoxide detectors or you have fire detectors? And a lot of them will say, yeah, we have some. You want to come get it? Honestly, I don't think a lot of people understand that the fire departments locally here will do that. And some places are very open about it. Others aren't. But there's funding for it. And, you know, it's better for you to ask if you don't think you can afford it than to just allow yourself to go without. And it's very dangerous. If you got a furnace that runs anything gas in the house, you got to have those things in multiple areas, multiple rooms, multiple floors. Don't mess around with it. And they sell the combos where you can have a fire alarm and carbon monoxide combination. I think they're good for what, like five or 10 years. They're good for a long time. Don't quote me on that. Look at the box and what's recommended. But this is something that you don't mess around with. Real sad. Another reminder, do not start your car and leave it unattended, unlocked out in a public area. How many times do we got to say this? So up in North County, where you had that one funeral home van that got carjacked, or no, excuse me, stolen. So the funeral home goes into the gas station, leaves the car with the keys running inside at the gas pump. He goes in to use the bathroom, comes back out. Funeral home van's gone with the body of a deceased person inside. As it turns out, luckily, they were able to recover the thing and apprehend the two people who were homeless. But they had it on camera. They figured it out. They came from across the street, got a pretty good look at the people, and eventually were able to catch them. But, man, scary and scary, scary, scary thing. Well, in KMOV, they posted a video of a doorbell camera of someone getting their car jacked because they left it out on the street. This person, however, was monitoring and keeping an eye on his car when someone just very quickly hopped out of a truck and hopped in to the, the vehicle. He runs out to try to stop it. He could have been killed. Uh, the way that they're trying to speed off on this. This is Campbell V. I mean, this was at 7.30 in the morning. It, was, it wasn't like it was dark out. Robin Beckerley's ring doorbell camera recorded the entire crime on Holly Hills Avenue Monday morning. Three men in a pickup stop when they see... It sounds like a moving company, doesn't it? Three men in a pickup. Three men in a pickup. Oh, man, I thought I hired them when I moved to St. Louis to unload my junk. Three men in a pickup stop when they see an SUV warming up and no one inside it. It was obvious that they were at least in my opinion, that they were looking for a car. 
yeah, it was pretty obvious. So they were in a red truck and they were just driving down roads. And then as soon as they see a vehicle running the exhaust in the back and they saw there was no one in the driver's seat, they like slammed on the brakes, popped it in reverse and a dude hops out. That was out. running and unlocked. A man can be seen getting out of the pickup and into the driver's side of the SUV. The owner said the thieves saw him 15 feet away on his porch, but weren't scared off. Then he ran to try to stop them. I think he just wanted to. He knew immediately he screwed up too. You know, you're watching this thing. You think you'd be safe, but you don't realize how quick these uh, thieves are. I mean, they're real quick. I think he just wanted to protect his property. The thief crashed into a parked car behind the SUV. and then Oh, yeah. When he knows that the owner is watching him. So the guy hops in, pops it in reverse. You know, no care in the world because it's not his car. Backs into the car behind him. Tries to pull out into the street. Now, this is a one-way street, so all the cars are looking in one direction. And as he's going out, slams into another car across the street park. Flung the owner against another parked car as it pulled away. Here's the car that was rear-ended, but it's the SUV owner who could have been seriously hurt. The stolen SUV. Yeah, he could have been pinned between these cars that could have very easily have killed him. And luckily it didn't. Uh, he could have been smashed. He could have been ran over and out of his, uh, you know, pure, pure dumbness. That's the right word for it. Yeah, he knew exactly. He screwed up big time. Now, I don't know what happens in a situation like that, if the insurance company picks it up or not, or they have to argue it. But if he was right there next to the vehicle, even though he wasn't in it, does that change anything? Honestly, I don't want to find out. It's like a hundred bucks, right? Get a car starter. It's really not a, a, that expensive. It's one of those deals where you'll be glad you have it. You'll use it every chance you get. And uh, if you don't have a garage to have a car parked, closed safe inside of this garage uh closed off then get the car starter man you don't have to put your keys in you'll be fine it'll help things a lot better keep things locked up but that story over at kmov uh, 2011 audi q5 that's brown with california license plates and a bike rack on the back the suspects are three white men in their early 20s to mid 30s described as scruffy looking Ooh, okay three white dudes scruffy looking like it's the music video for cotton eye joe is that what I envision? In their early 20s to mid-30s, described as scruffy-looking in a red Ford F-150 pickup. The thief's boldness and lack of concern for the safety of the owner has neighbors concerned. It was terrifying because, um, you know, you just don't expect, um, you know, that type of thing to happen right in front of your house. We reached. Well, no. Okay. You expect that sort of thing to happen when you have a car out there and someone is cruising around looking for this 7 30 in the morning i was thinking about these these jokers woke up and said we're going to go out and try to find a car to steal today that's specifically what they were trying to do and to get away with it and this is monday morning so the snow is just starting to come down it's not terrible yet but still bad and cold don't do this just don't do it i mean how many times do you need to be reminded to not do this sort of thing Next hour, got a big one. Uh, I want to talk to Fox 2 News anchor John Brown. He's got a new book out, a local book, called 100 Things to Do in Missouri Before You Die. Kind of like a, a Missouri bucket list. Lots to uh, talk about with him. And later in the show, too, Tom Grisham, spokesperson for the Second Amendment Foundation on some of the Biden administration's new regulations and things that they want to do to the Second Amendment. Uh, and legal gun owners are very worried about this. So we'll talk about that all coming up on the show tonight on Overnight America, KMOX. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.